Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. So today, we're going to talk about service. Um, Pastor Dwayne asked me, PD asked me to talk about service to you guys. And so we're just going to jump right into this word. And I won't be for you long because, well, I'm outside and I want to enjoy the weather. <laughs> so uh, go with me to Romans, Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Uh, this may be familiar for a lot of you. Uh, it's very familiar to me. I've heard it dozens of times. And it reads, we're going to start from verse one. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. I'm reading out a New Living Translation. The kind, the kind he will be find acceptable. This is true, truly the way to worship. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Do not think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith that God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. And so uh, Paul here is writing to the, to the Roman church and he's encouraging them first to present their bodies as a sacrifice to God. And for a long time, I always thought this, was, this meant to live holy, which it does. Um, but it also means, I also like in context, it also means to give of yourself to the body of Christ. Uh, as I was reading this and meditating on it and studying for this word, I realized that um, by presenting ourselves as a sacrifice, we're, we're by serving our local church and the community, we are presenting ourselves as a sacrifice to God. If you think about the Old Testament, the sacrifices served the purpose in the church. Um, they weren't just given for holiness, but they served the body. Uh, if you think about the, the bulls and, and the lambs and the goats that were sacrificed, they were sacrificed to give, um, they were sacrificed to uh, bring holiness about to the people, right? To, to cleanse them of their sins, uh, temporarily, of course. But it, it served the purpose to serve the body. They were sacrificed to serve 
the body of Christ. I, well, at that time, it wasn't the body of Christ yet, but to serve the community, the body of believers. And so when Paul's saying, present yourselves as a living sacrifice, he's not just saying live holy, and which I always uh, thought that was the context, but it was all, he's also saying uh, to present, to give of yourself, give of yourself to the local body of Christ. Um, that's why he goes on and he says, um, in verse, verse three, he says, don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. So he's saying, don't think you're better than you are. Don't think you're more holy than you are. Don't think you're, you're, um, you're any more important than anyone else in the body of Christ, that you can't give of your gifts and your service to uh, others. And if we continue on, this is exactly what he's saying. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. So again, it's the same thing of don't think that you're more important because you, you have a special gift that someone else doesn't have, but use that gift to serve the body. Uh, as he continues on, he talks about uh, in, in, an, in another translation, he talks about the I can't say to the, the I can't say I want to be the face or the hand, the toe can't say I want to be the, the, the arm and et cetera, et cetera. And so you have to give of yourself and be willing to give of your talents and your gifts and serve um, because you're, you're a part of the body and without you, the body doesn't function the same way without certain parts of your body, you're not whole, right? If I lose a finger or I lose a toe, I can still function, but I can't function at my full potential and capacity. And so when people uh, sit back and don't do things and choose not to serve, it's hindering the body of Christ and your local church of functioning at its full capacity and full potential. And so today I just want to encourage you to continue to live that out, to continue to, if you're, if you're living it out, continue to live it out. And if you're not, um, consider serving, consider getting involved, consider doing uh, different things. Here at KLM, um, there's a lot of different things that, are, that we can do. Uh, we all have different talents. There's a lot of different things that I can't do. Uh, and there's a lot of things that I can, but I need help. Um, and so... And the same for PD, and the same for First Lady Courtney, the same for everyone who is all the ministers. Um, we can't do it all. And there's a, there's a saying in the world that also often translates to the church, and it's, it's the 80-20 rule. 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Um, and so you want to just get involved. You want to get involved. You want to, we need you to get involved. We need you to serve. And God, through Paul, is calling you to serve. He said, he goes on um, in verse six, God has given us, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, then serve them well. Again, we all have different gifts. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If your, your 
if it is giving, give generously. See, some of you guys, some of you guys and girls are blessed to give. You have, you don't have, uh, you don't have the salary you have or the, the income that you have or the, the business savvy or whatever it is just to collect millions and millions of dollars. You're blessed to give. And so he's saying, if your gift is giving, then give generously. Don't hold it for yourself. Don't hoard it for yourself. Don't, again, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but consider the body, consider yourselves. And, and I'll, I'll, let's, to, to prove my point, Let's jump to Acts chapter 2, and we're going to jump down to uh, verse 42. And it says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to, follow, to, and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many mir miraculous signs and wonders. And see, the, the, the interesting part about that, I'll stop there first. The interesting part about this verse is that the, because they were all in fellowship and in unity, the apostles were able to perform many miraculous signs and wonders. And so, again, if we're not in unity, then we're hindering ourselves. Some people wonder, I've heard it before, people wonder, where did the power in the church go? Where did the power in the church go? And... Um, I say it's, it's never left. The problem is that we got out of unity. We got out of community and we got out of unity. And community is, if you break it down, it's common union, right? Com common unity, common unity, community. And so we need to be, have all things in common, like in Acts chapter two, and we need to have unity in order to build community, which then the power of the church is revived um, and we're free to, to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so you gotta be, you gotta have all things in common. We gotta do things differently and we gotta do things in, I mean, we gotta do things in order and be in common union with each other. You can't sit home. I know right, well, right now you can sit home, <laughs> but when we come back together, you gotta come to church you got to come to church. You got to build community. It says that they devoted themselves to, to apostles' teaching. So they went to church um, and to fellowship. They spent time together outside of church. They spent time together as a community and even sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. So they, they had all things in common. They were, they were doing things together. Um, they didn't have, they weren't living double lives. They didn't have their church family and their work family and their home family. It was all one community, all one people. And because of that, they, built, they were able to build each other up. They were able to help each other and they were able to serve, which then again, increased the capacity and the potential of the church for the, the, the apostles and teachers to perform many miraculous signs and wonders. And so continue on, verse 44, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had, community. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. Again, this, some of you are blessed to, blessed to give. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day. They went to church, <laughs> met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity all the while praising God and giving and enjoying 
the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship with those who were being saved. And so again, we see as they continued in their community, as they continued to come together and have all things in common, they saw, not only did they see miraculous signs and wonders, but they saw their church grow. They saw the Lord added to their fellowship every day, those who were being saved. Who, who would want to come to a church where there's no community? Who would want to come to a church where only a select few, not because they, they were selected, but only a select few are, are involved? Like, don't you want to be a part of building something? Don't you want to be a part of, of growing something? Um, and so it's not that these particular people were selected, but it's just that they all, they saw the vision, they understood the mandate, they understood the purpose. And so because they understood the purpose, they got involved and they served. And because they served, the Lord blessed them and signs, wonders, heal, uh, healings. If you go through the book of Acts, you see it all. There were miraculous healings. There were many miracles done. And it's because they were all in, in unity and they were, they were together and they were serving. And so if we go back to Romans chapter 12, if you go back to Romans chapter 12, let's see, Romans chapter 12, um, Verse, right, verse six, uh, God has given us all different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. Again, if you are a teacher, teach well. In other words, use whatever gifts you have. Don't, um, don't try the, if you're the pinky toe, don't try to be the, the hand, right? Um, if you're the hand, don't try to be the, the face. If you're the ear, don't try to be the nose. You serve in the capacity that you're, you're that, in the gifts that you were given. Um, and as, as I said, there are many different facets, many different things that we can do here at Kingdom Living Ministries that need to be done that aren't getting done because no, no, some of us don't have the gifts to do it and some of us are operating in outside of our gifts just because some things need to get done. Um, whereas you may be sitting home and you have the perfect skill set to, to be a children's, to lead the children's church or, or to be part of the children's ministry or to be part of the media ministry or to be part of the, the worship team or the band or, I mean, the administrative team, um, the outreach, evangelism, missions, like there's so many different things, giving, prayer, all these different things that you can get involved in. But we need believers to serve and serve well and be faithful. Um, but again, like I said, don't just look for the, don't necessarily look for the, what you see as enticing. Um, serve well in your gifts, serve well in what you've been given, the gifts that you've been given. And God will exalt you to those places that you want to be. If you want to be a minister, serve with the gifts that you have now. And eventually God will exalt you 
to a place where you can be in ministry. Um, be it as, I mean, when I say ministry, I mean in front of the, in the pulpit or in the camera or whatever. Um, because everything you do in church is ministry. <laughs> Cleaning the bathrooms is ministry. It's all serving the body of Christ. And so, um, just to wrap it up, uh, verse nine, don't just pretend to love others. I'm, um, yeah. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them, hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honor, honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them, always be eager to practice hospitality. So again, when God's people are in need, be ready and eager to help them be ready and eager to help them jump in serve don't be lazy don't sit back and just enjoy the service but really serve and really take part and join this community and watch what god will do um i'm going to stop there if you're interested in serving and this message has blessed you in some way um text us at 732-324-2200 text serve Again, that's 732-324-2200. It'll be on the screen down here somewhere. Um, and also, if you, I'm gonna give you an opportunity, if you're not part of a church and you wanna join our church, um, you wanna be part of this community, you wanna, you wanna get involved, you wanna serve, you wanna join us and partner with us, uh, text membership to that same number, 732-324-2200. And someone will reach out to you and get more information and um, walk you through the process. That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.